First to breaking news, one woman's been killed and a second seriously injured in a frenzied and random stabbing attack at Plimpton. He had a shaved head and he was sitting on the ground and they had, had him bagged up on his hands and then they took him away in the paddy wagon. Horrifying, an absolute just gut-wrenching kind of wail. It was really horrifying to hear and it stopped everybody around here in their tracks. Emergency services were called to a business on Lydia Street, Clinton, after reports that two women had been stabbed by men unknown to them. A woman in her 40s was rushed from the scene to the Royal Adelaide Hospital and is currently in a critical condition. A second woman, aged in her 30s, unfortunately has died at the scene. A man, 30 years of age, is currently in police custody and is expected to be charged with murder. By the best efforts of paramedics, a 38-year-old woman died at the scene. Now, she has this morning been identified as Julie Seeds. Her colleague, a woman in her 50s, was rushed to the Royal Adelaide Hospital. She's undergone emergency surgery and is now in a stable condition. Police are treating a double stabbing in the middle of the afternoon in a suburban real estate office as random. Two women were attacked at the real estate agents group on the corner of Lydia Street and Anzac Highway around 3.45 yesterday. 38-year-old Julie C. died at the scene. A 50-year-old woman underwent emergency surgery. She's now in a stable condition in hospital. A 30-year-old man was arrested at the scene. He's been charged with one count of murder and one of attempted murder and will face court today. He'd recently been treated for a mental health condition at the RAH and was discharged on December the 18th. The chief psychiatrist will review the circumstances. Well, terror in our suburbs once again. It's a theme that's becoming all too common. And we start the morning with a death. Not a road fatality this time, rather a horrific daylight serious assault and murder. What we know so far, a man is in custody following an incident at Plimpton yesterday afternoon. About 3.40 emergency services were called to a business on Lydia Street after two people were stabbed by a man not known to them. A woman aged in her 40s was rushed to the RAH with serious injuries. Sadly, a second woman aged in her 30s died at the scene. The suspect, a 30-year-old man, was arrested at the scene and overnight was charged with murder. SA Police have confirmed they believe this to be a random attack. Late last night, SA Health had this to say. We're aware of an incident involving a patient who has been treated for a mental health condition at the RAH and was discharged on the 18th of December through a clinical decision. The chief psychiatrist will be reviewing the circumstances around this patient's treatment and discharge. We understand the incident took place in front of the real estate agency group. Last night, my producer made contact with the director of Real Estate Agency Group, Ali Comley, who simply stated, We are too traumatised to deal with this. I have no words. In circumstances like this, we tend to question how and why such incidents occur in our own backyard. Is it mental health, drugs, cost of living, a housing crisis? We all know that times are tough, but the incidence of violent attacks appears to be on the rise in Adelaide. Earlier this month, highly respected paediatrician Michael Jung died after he was allegedly stabbed in the stomach by intruders at his Gilberton home. A young couple who have an eight-month-old baby were charged with one count each of murder, serious criminal trespass and committing theft using force. Following these serious incidents, the following statistics from the state opposition earlier this week. 
In the past 12 months, home invasions have soared by 311 incidents, while the following categories continue to rise at a shocking rate. Assault police, a 36% increase. Shop theft, 30% increase. Robbery and related offences, 27% increase. Abduction, harassment and other offences, up by 18%. Serious assault resulting in injury, 16% increase. Aggravated sexual assault, an 8% rise. Family and domestic violence abuse related offences, 11% rise. In defence of these statistics, the state government drew a correlation to the cost of living. And, of course, this is no doubt true. However, the system, whether it be SAPOL, the courts, SA Health and ultimately state governments, past and present, have failed the very community they are designed to protect. The question we are asking is, uh, what is the solution? Is it more police on the beat? In June, SAPOL was allocated $81 million in the state budget to spend over the next four years recruiting sworn police security officers in a bid to relieve pressure from staff shortages. But we seem to fail to address the biggest problem, attrition. Why are police leaving in droves? It appears from comments by the Police Association that there is a severe disconnect from frontline policing and management strategies. Do we need to invest more in technology? Should we look at the models similar to those in Europe and the US and invest in CCTV street camera models? The UK is an enthusiastic adopter of this technology and probably has the most cameras per citizen of any country in the world. Is part of the problem not enough mental health beds or programs in our system? The Mental Health Coalition of South Australia released a statement following the state budget earlier this year. This state budget does not address the needs of thousands and thousands of people living with mental illness in our community who are not getting support. South Australia pays 61% more per person per day for an inpatient bed for mental health than the rest of the country. We are dealing with tight budgets in the coming years and this government needs to look at investing in community-based mental health support which will reduce demand for other mental health services. The government can put money into community-based mental health support, which will cut back ramping and create savings in the health budget. It is a less expensive and delivers a higher return as people get the support they actually need to stay well. This budget is a missed opportunity to reduce the massive gap in community support. Or does a large part of our law enforcement problem boil down to our courts? With every news story, we all seem to share disappointment with judicial outcomes. Well, we wish we had the answer. However, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So maybe it's time for an alternative solution before any other families get hurt. If there is a solution, let's hear it. Give us a call, 8223 0000.